0: In order to build that, you have to think like a fintech, act like a fintech, but build a tech like a fintech, but at the same time, have controls like a bank.
1: Thanks for joining us. Um, if you're listening to this on YouTube or on our various podcast channels, uh, it's my pleasure to host my friend Ramana who's the CEO of Magnati. Um, if you don't know Magnati, it's one of the leading payment companies in the UAE with plans to expand and succeed across the region. Ramana,
0: hello. Hey, good to see you, Ramana. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. I'm good, thanks. Did I, did I explain your role clearly or do you want to add anything Absolutely, to Magnati absolutely. Magnati yeah, when, when, when Urvi introduced and said we are a payment processor, I, I sort of like stopped a bit uh, and I said, no, we are not payment processor, we are a payment platform or a payment services or a payment company. Yeah. Um, and that's it. I and mean, that's only change. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um what is it you told me once? You want to be for payments, like what iTunes is for music or something. I can't remember. What was the no, line? No, no,
0: we want to be for payments, uh, App Store. We, we want oh, to be the app store, app store of payments. App Store. You want to be the App Store of payments. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I
1: remember you told me that. Was that a year ago? You told me that line. I can't remember that. Yeah.
0: So when we created Magnati, the, the mm. whole purpose and the vision of what we yeah. want to do, uh, you know, if if you if you look at our vision, we talk about transforming yeah. payments into possibilities. Mm so you know the possibilities don't come by selling a pos machine or selling a payment gateway right the possibilities come by opening up a payment experience mm. uh, into uh, you know multiple factors like yeah. uh, you know new new g- growth opportunities right how good, how do you drive new revenues by using the data mm. monetizing the data how do you drive new revenues by completely innovating the customer experience How do you drive new revenues by, uh, you know, killing the money in the black box, as they say, you know, a lot of governments have this problem where Mm -hmm. the money is stuck. And then when they do the budgeting, they would not be able to take into account the money stuck between the ministries or or individual ministries. And then there's always a balance of budgets that keeps happening. So how do we cut the the whole money in the black box and call it the real time uh, view of the money so you can you can actually increase the commerce? Hmm. And the possibilities around what we recently call the experiential commerce.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I think that's all, that's what we, we want to do and that's what it, it's all about. Um, and we mm-hmm. don't want to be another processor. The idea yeah. is not to create another processing company. Yeah. It's about oh. creating a platform. Creating the app store of payments, a platform. Mm-hmm. Okay. Creating the app store or a play store. I don't want to be. Play store.
1: Yeah. You want to be a, uh... Agnostic, operating agnostic, system, neutral, agnostic. or device agnostic. Yeah. App Store, Play Absolutely. Store, something store, the everything store. Absolutely.
0: One-stop yeah. shop, yeah. simple terms.
1: <laughs> now, you said... No, um, it's, it's, it's,
0: a, it's a... Sorry, sorry to cut yeah, you. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty good, uh, you know, something very close mm. to my heart. And, and mm. I always believe in it. I mean, see, uh, and this is where Apples and, and Googles have done very well. If you look at the App Store or a Play Store concept, there mm. are many apps which are competing products of Apple or yeah. Google that are available, but yeah. there's only one platform. There's only one store.
1: Yeah.
0: Our idea is the same. We want to create a platform where our merchants or customers would have opportunity to look at or, or to view multiple competing solutions available on the platform. But at the same time, there is only one platform. That's Magnati platform. There's only one uh, way you connect. That's through Magneti's API stack. Yeah. I think that's the difference,
1: right? Right. Right. So, if we took it to a really high level and said, "Fabs payment business four years ago, or Mashrex or any other bank in the region, four or five years ago," versus your vision of what you want to build today with Magnati over the last six twelve months going ahead, this platform. Okay. Just talk about what are the big differences between that. Like where we're coming from in the world of payments, not just in the UAE but globally. Say half a dozen years ago, to what you're trying to build a vision. Like you just unpack that and throw out some phrases like APIs and platforms and.
0: Absolutely, a a lot of change is happening. uh, Predominantly coming from uh, from two areas of it: one, technology; Hmm. to the business, right? How the business is going. So, if you look at traditional uh, banking systems or companies that are formed from banks, Hmm. they we always had the challenge of monolithic setups and then Mm -hmm. the fintechs who came in always had an option of building it on a cloud or building it Mm -hmm. uh, you know in conjunction with with apis and the new generation technologies Mm -hmm. right there is also a bit of the other side where if you you say i'm a fintech uh, you are always given an easy way to 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 do some like digital onboarding Mm -hmm. whereas if you're a bank you're always told by the regulator to go through one, two, three, four, five process, uh, even if even if you had the technology to do. Mm. So one, one, the clear thing that changed in the last four years after we set up after the merger of uh, you know NBAD and FGB, mm. uh, and where, you know under the leadership of uh, Hana, we created uh, an independent payments unit under consumer banking. Mm. And this payments unit uh, was we and and she was very clear from day one that. We have to be different. We don't want to sound like a banking. And and you know, Ronith, you've been and you you you're talking to a lot of fintechs. There is a particular business that used to be a banking business, which is going mm-hmm. to go away. This is this is the business that is going to be taken over by tech companies, and your big mm-hmm. techs are already doing it. And the amount of money big techs are investing in in payment side is is phenomenal, mm-hmm. because what payment does is Mm. previously if you if you are a merchant if you go and talk to a merchant they used to think it's a cost they used to look at it as transactional Mm. what we changed in the last four years as magnati and or as fab payments arm was the mode of completely going into the merchants and telling them that we are Mm. here not to reduce your cost but to reduce your cost to income Mm -hmm. right we are here to back to the possibilities to generate new opportunities for you. And through behavioralization of payment data, hmm. there is so much in it that you can churn and create and monetize that mm-hmm. it's, it's a whole new ballgame. Yeah. So what you do today as payments or what you used to do as payments yeah. is now has now become BAU or what we call the base. And on top of it, there's a whole world of value-added services that have come in. Hmm. And that is a big difference. And to, in order to build that, you have to think like a fintech, act like a fintech, but build a tech like a fintech, but at the same time, have controls like a bank. Hmm. It's the most important thing. If you're going into the market, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, why you don't do this? Oh, why you don't do this? And we tell them, the merchants trust us. You know, We are processing hmm. hundreds of billions um, and we have to ensure that the merchants trust us it's not a game where you know oh i'm just testing this technology and maybe it fails maybe it's not no we don't have the choice fintechs have the choice so i think that that is where uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know we, we are between the tech upgrade between the tech revolution and ensuring the necessary controls are in place so that that's the way we have evolved we have we have moved on and today you know we're we are very happy the way you know, the bank and the, and the leadership and, and the senior management invested in this tech and the whole idea of converting monolithic to, to API stack, moving away from, from a very uh, hard-coded technology models to a completely modular, broken down. And API calls calling any APIs, either mm. the API belongs to a company A or a company B or Magnati, The core API of Magneti calls any of them. That is the power of working together with fintechs, but being part of the same platform, right? I go back to the platform. And that's where uh, it all works well. Mm-hmm. And that's the future. Now, uh, what is shaping data as we keep increasing and improving is the, the, the world, the way technology is changing now, previously, if it's X, now it's become 10X. And now you have a, we are sitting in, you know, like people like me i regard people like me and you as 2.0 where we are the ones who have money we are the ones who are used to make you know making payments by cards and so on and we have 3.0 who are the kids in the block you know the new kids and they are the ones who are playing in meta, in 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 you know mine block uh, minecraft and roadblocks and others and for them they don't have money but they know the experience right mm. so that is where magnat is next 4 years is about building what we call the experiential commerce. Great. So, Ronit, we have carved out a word called experiential commerce. Experiential that's commerce. What, yeah, that's so that's what, Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. that's what we are working on. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what we are working on. I need and we to, have a, I need to what, go what?
1: and press pause on my... I have a 190-page metaverse report about to print this evening. So I better go and hit pause. I've so put in this
0: word, experiential Absolutely. commerce, into it. It is. I mean, metaverse is different things for different people. I know some yeah. people look at it from, from a real estate perspective. Some people look at it from an NFT perspective. We look at it um, at Magnati from purely experiential commerce. Mm-hmm. So we are going to be the, the first metaverse who will be connected to traditional payment rails, mm-hmm. right? Where the two generations come together. Mm. Where you can still go and, you know, today, if you look at the, the experience you have when you go to, a, mm. to marketplaces, you buy products using two dimensional pictures that are mm. available. Yeah. And Many of these products get returned because, mm. oh, the size didn't fit or oh, the color is not what I thought oh this or oh, that or oh, that. Yeah. And what, what is missing in this is an experience. Yep. So your commerce is driven by two dimensional. Now we're calling it multidimensional. And this is where we call the, uh, the. This is the advent of experiential commerce. So, if I am allowed to go view the product, put the Rolex on my hand and see how Rolex looks on my hand, hmm. and then buy it, integrate it to the same card rails or to the same payment rails, which are today regulatorily accepted, we have created what we call the two point five, the link between 2.0 to
1: 3.0. Sure,
0: sure. So, in terms of the
1: in your vision of the metaverse you expect the payment rails to remain the same as they are today a card based payment rail
0: again card i won't say card it's it's a it's a token based payment right now the mm-hmm. token can be card token can be account token can be cash tomorrow if if regulators approve the tokens to be crypto not mm. a problem we we are a, we are a payment company which drives the rails of passing tokens mm. right i mean in simple words so if and the tokens have to be regulated, the tokens have to be approved by the regulator. But what is important is the experience. Hmm. So, you know, uh, I mean, as and as we keep uh rolling out and, and talking more about mm-hmm. our, our products once we roll out, but the key is about you know, when we go into Magnati Meta V, that's what hmm. we're going to call our Metaverse Magnati Meta V, Meta you know, V, Meta V. So, okay. you're going to have opportunities of Uh, You know, like imagine this is a building with multiple floors. And in the Mm -hmm. first floor, you have a supermarket metaway where, you know, we can go to brands and create their supermarkets. Like, you know, for example, you want to create a supermarket in Dubai Mall and -hmm. the same supermarket in Abu Dhabi Mall. We can actually create those exact replicas of aisles and and views because as a customer, you're used to walking into that aisle in in a Carrefour or a Lulu and know exactly where you you know the products are. But now mm. you're experiencing it and and pulling the products and dropping it. Now, mm. the beauty of having it on the blockchain is you know where when the product is produced, when the product is shipped, how many ports has it moved, and so on and so forth. So you have mm. all the access to that. Now, that's the first part of it. The second floor is what we talk about, the events or a live event meta-v, where... We would give opportunity to, to the production houses and the live event hosting companies, et cetera, to come onto our metaverse. And for the first time, I mean this is pretty close to me uh, because you know I'm a Liverpool fan and I always want to be sitting in at, at Anfield and watch the game, but I can't go because I live in Abu Dhabi. Mm. So now imagine I put my headset on and I'm sitting in the cop. Yeah. exactly interacting with with my fellow uh, the, uh, the fellow season ticket holders and Mm -hmm. actually singing You'll Never Walk Alone Mm -hmm. and watching the players, right? Now, this is the new generation, what we call the experiential commerce. Now, add to that, I will use my card to pay my uh, ticket Mm -hmm. because people should start using. I mean, there's always uh, 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 steps, right? Baby steps. The first step is let people come into the the metaverse. Let people Mm -hmm. come into the three-dimensional journey, right? Mm -hmm. And once they come in, and they use the same mode which they're comfortable with, then they start opening up to the aspect of you no know, WWW 3 Right. So uh, mm. again, there's nonstop. I mean, similarly, you have you have an education metaverse, right? What we yeah. call education meta V. Now, why do you need to go to, to Oxford? I know you come from Oxford, I want to pick it up. To Oxford or to IIT, to R to, to, to Harvard. Um when you can sit in the world's universities and pick sure. and sit in a live class by most favorite mm-hmm. professor, right? These are all possible possibilities mm-hmm. you're creating. And all you're doing is attaching that possibilities into the payment rails
1: and to make met- it happen. In this yeah, metaverse, um, and I completely agree with your vision of the value of experiential commerce or experiential media, or- social or sports um i guess the technology still has to evolve um you can't wear those headsets for too long at least you and i maybe you can is yeah, getting no. younger every passing year but uh, um, <laughs>
0: no, so run it again get, i get the, they are evolving they absolutely. are evolving right tomorrow it yeah. may it may just be a uh your your lens or oh, yeah. anything maybe that AR, just opens up
1: it'll be ar glasses yeah. or something or even these 2d screens that we're zooming through could become Absolutely. more 3d but focusing on the payments rather than the um the tech um the metaverse tech so the I think of the payments how does payments need to be different now forget the for now the crypto angle that's another conversation yeah. later day or another day but just sticking to the tradfi payment rails the existing whatever you want to call it card payment rails whatever how does that need to evolve, if at all, to make it you, you know fit for purpose for this experiential commerce meta V world
0: Yeah so if you look at how we, it is evolving, it, it is really uh, it's, a, it's a great story of how we, we, we went back to the thin client thick server models right mm-hmm. you know which were, which were not today, which were designed ages ago. so the whole idea is you want to make the the post machine idiot. You know, you know it's like thin client mm-hmm. and you want to move everything onto your what you call the the api stock or platform which is where which becomes your intelligent um, you know mm-hmm. routing value added services and so on and so on engine so today we have our data monetization layer that sits mm-hmm. a- on this platform mm-hmm. so beat uh, our uh, pos machines beat our uh, e-commerce gateways beat whichever way the the front ending channels are interacting Everything mm. boils down to what we call the omni layer or a platform, and that's a single experience that the customers get, right? Mm. And then you add many ideas on top of it, whether it's face tech, whether it's iris, whether it's fingerprint, you know, biometrics mm. on one side. Uh, you know, then the new technologies around BinoPay later, other technologies around uh, you know lending through real-time decision making. You know, I'll tell you a simple example. You know, we have signed with few fintechs on on lending, right? Mm. Um, most people forget the fact that when, when you're lending, it's most uh, lending to SME as a segment is the most riskiest uh, business, right? Because you know you don't have much uh, uh, ability to turn up. But what we give, what we come in and give as value add to our to the people who underwrite is the strong uh, is the ability around artificial intelligence our artificial intelligence around you mm. know, merchant, merchant data. Today, how good you perform as a company is based on your sales and your inventory. If we can track them and give real-time decision-making insights into mm. the people who have underwritten, saying, guys, you have a chance of ha- turning this into a bad loan, or you have a chance that they're overperforming, come and put in more money or lend more, change your pricing dynamically, I think we have hit the nail on the head. And that's, where, that's what we have done today. And th- those APIs are available. And we're talking to you know, um, many fintechs who are willing to underwrite this risk because we now have the, the decision-making uh, AI tools that we provide as service to mm. these people. You are now moving into platform, remember? I, and that's where when people come into your platform, they need to visualize the benefits they're going to get. Mm. And that's why people love to work with us
1: the a i based lending or data for lending that someone else does um is this live? are fintechs using that? It sounds a little bit yes. like I guess what square does on its own proprietary data and then lends yeah. on the back of it or there are similar companies in India and China that do it um so this is live in the UAE know
0: this is live this live so so we have it today uh mm. but You know, this is, so insights are ours. This is our IP. We we build the insights. We Mm -hmm. give uh, as a service information for uh, fintechs to take action on that. Not just fintechs. Today, you know, we're talking to banks. I mean, of mm-hmm. course, uh, we will int- we'll integrate with fab. There are mm-hmm. other banks who wants to do it. For example, if, you, if the merchant belongs to a bank A or B or C, sure. we, can give, we can give that opportunity for everyone to in- mm-hmm. take these as insights and on the right and take a decision. Decision-making is their responsibility. But the power is with us. Mm-hmm. Not only that, Ronit, we have now insights around your location. So mm-hmm. let's say you're in a mall. We actually track the footfalls mm-hmm of the neighboring merchants and actually tell the healthiness or health check of you
1: Mm -hmm.
0: as an insight to the people who are underwriting it. You know, these are the insights nobody had. For example, if you're a shop in a mall, your next shop and and on to the right and the left, have 50 footfalls in a day, and you only having two, there's a problem irrespective Mm -hmm. of which business you have. Yeah. Right. So, and then if you have hundred, it's good. So, so, you need to get better access to funding because you're doing good. So I think these are the insights which SMEs themselves are are worried why the the overall financial system is not helping them. Mm. And these insights are the ones which actually make make a lot of a lot of uh, you know help both ways, protecting your underwritten lending as well as giving or having access to new financing sources.
1: Mm, mm. And talking a bit more about partnerships and. Uh, you talked about being a platform, so that obviously creates opportunity for partnerships. You know you and I have talked about both the good things fintechs do um, the value they bring, particularly in areas where banks are a little bit um, slow or haven't been fast enough um, so there's value they bring, but there's also a fair amount of hype um, with fintechs so Love to hear your thoughts on what you think works in terms of real value add and maybe we could talk in the uae context or we could talk more broadly from a u.s or india context what do you think works and what's a little bit fatty you know it's a bit of a fad and
0: yeah i think to, to you know we have now signed we i mean this year we're, we're going to work with about 28 fintechs uh, Band end of this year we'll we'll have fully integrated 28 fintechs on our platform um the, the the power of them, the, the good part they bring onto the table is very niche, very uh, focused, few technology solutions, which mm. are absolutely amazing to bring them onto the platform, right? You mm. know, the ones we're working around, uh, around intelligent routing of the transactions. Mm. How do you, uh, if uh, I'm an analyst, a merchant insists, how do you dynamically route a merchant payment into eight or nine payment gateways, mm. Right. Depending on the low-cost approach or the best efficient approach, so that the merchant transactions would never fail. Hmm. Today they have, you know, the transactions are linked to a particular gateway. Today we have you know, eight or nine gateway partners. So we can intelligently route that. So we we have that routing model we built. Hmm. Right. And it's built through partnership with FinTechs. Uh, we are working on our metaverse also through partnership with FinTechs. Um, we are working on, I mean, post lending and lending. Uh, uh, also, you know, we have Binopay later. We work with fintechs, so there are some fintechs who are very good in their niche areas mm-hmm. they work on. Uh, there are, and there are some who actually come out and they say they have this amazing, but they forget that in isolation that's amazing. But you got to put it into the banking system to make it work. For example, you know, you may say on click onboarding. It's a great tool, and there are many fintechs who tell me we can onboard a customer in one second. I'd say, but what about compliance screening? What about sanction screening? What about this? What about that? Ah, uh, those are additional layers on top in it. I said, guys, come on, it's a turnaround means end to end, right? Mm. So I think the, so, and some I think the the good part is uh, the fintechs we work with are very um, clear and passionate about working together with us. Mm. We grow together and uh, we invest and co-build. It's all about co-building. And if they, if they see the value, why would they go to others, right? They stick with you, they, they grow, and there are people who want to go to others. Mm. They can, uh, you know, at, again, it's, a, it's, a, it's all about, you know, do you want to be the preferred player on the platform? Mm. You know, always, even if you go to App Store or Play Store, they throw up the ones which are preferred in terms of rating and the ones which are mm. not, right? So...
1: And if you look over the last three or four years, and I'm thinking fintechs in the UAE, but again, you can take this question more broadly. How do you think they've changed compared to what they were saying or doing three, four, five years ago to today in 2022?
0: Yeah, uh, I think uh, when, when the whole market opened up and fintechs came in and, you know, due to advent of cloud and, and other technologies, everyone thought that they're going to replace banks today. Not just banks, any any existing players, whether it's insurance, mm-hmm. whether it's banks, whether it's um, you know, even uh, supermarkets, whether it's you know, whether it's global payment, mm. I mean, corporate payment schemes like SWIFT. A lot of people talked about you know taking them out. So it was a war, right, when they came in, mm. and they later realized that you cannot have wars in the in in the global world we are living in. You have to have uh, uh, partnerships. You've got to co-build, co-work, mm. co-develop. And I think that's what we've seen massive change in, in in the way fintechs have started working and the way we work with fintechs. So both of us have to come onto the table, work together, build a concept, build a partnership and grow together. If any one of us don't see the way forward, then there's a problem with the partnership.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. But at the same time, you got to understand where your value add is. Our value add as Magnati is we are the integrating API to our merchants. Our merchants trust us, they integrate with us. And when we say this fintech is part of our platform, we have ratified, secured, ensured that they are trustworthy partner to come onto our platform. So our merchants believe in us. And what's in it for the fintech? The fintech comes in, works with us. The solution comes onto the platform. They don't need to sell. We sell it for them. Mm. You already have a brand like Magnati behind you. And when Magnati says, I have a solution X on my platform, that means, uh, you know, we trust them and we work with them. And by by default, uh, you know, every merchant now has access to that particular solution. It's a win-win. And we grow together. We have to grow together. Mm. That is the whole concept. There is no way in the world one company can build everything. There is no way. It has to be a partnership. It has to be co-developed. Hmm. And I think that's a that's direction we all uh, are moving into and we're already seeing it. Interesting. One
1: last question for me before you wrap up. We have spent a lot of time talking about the metaverse, uh, or the experiential economy or the experiential commerce. And what's the role of the UAE, and I'm asking this because you know, you're based in Abu Dhabi and normally I'm based in Dubai. I'm doing this from... London or Dubai but no what's the role Abu Dhabi Dubai the UAE is going to play in the metaverse and hey isn't the metaverse meant to be this virtual borderless world anyway so should I even be thinking about it like that
0: i mean uh, absolutely you have to start thinking about you know uh, governments regulators and everyone uh, fully supporting what you're doing that is the reason why we are saying while the experience is metaverse Mm. the transaction and the flow and everything has to be integrated into traditional rails yeah you have to ensure that regulators are absolutely comfortable with what you're doing yeah you have to ensure that even we and the customers are comfortable with what what they're doing mm-hmm. right because you know in metaverse the, f- the f- first few layers of identity sure. a- a- authentication and these are still layers where people haven't yet broken the ice yeah. uh, so when those layers are not comfortable that you can rely on, mm. you go back to the layers you are comfortable to rely on, which is the 3D secure, the, the you know, the, the authentication layers, which are working and, and being extremely secure. Mm. Now, as we keep growing up and as as more and more regulators and, and you know authorities start approving these, mm. many other tokens formed cryptos can come in and become part of this journey. But again, these are in in my humble opinion. These are all form factors. Form factors don't drive your experience. Mm. Technology drives your experience. right? It doesn't matter whether you tap or you used to mm. enter the PIN before or you used yeah. to max stripe before, you still made a payment. Mm. But your experience changed. That mm. is what we want to do as part of our experiential comms. And it's
1: a really interesting point, right? That we're talking about almost virtual or integrated immersive worlds the physical and the virtual together we're talking about this kind of borderless world i guess in the future yet at the same time we as human beings uh we exist in the physical space Uh, we have legal identities um, and sometimes we forget that you need regulators to be on side you have to and there's no doubt about it and also and it's not our term, but the entrepreneurial state. Because I think what really strikes me, and you, you know, you've lived in the UAE for much longer than me, but you need an entrepreneurial state rather than a bureaucratic state. Basically a, a, a leadership team, whether it's of a company or in this case, a state or a government that's willing to embrace the future And so I guess you and I are lucky in terms of where we're based. Uh, Ramana,
0: thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Ronit. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, thanks for having me. Uh, It's really nice. Uh, And if you need any insights to change your 190 page report, I'm available. The 190 page report's already, you know, it's done. It's going to drop.
1: In fact, by the time people watch this, it'll probably be out already if you and I want to sure. you know maybe we can jive over it at another, at another absolutely we're waiting
0: time. for I mean very soon we would we would actually launch it and uh, we would be sharing the POCs you can, and, you can and share it as an insight people. to all absolutely. your clients Ramana I'll give it to you for
1: free absolutely. how's that
0: please 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 thank you of course <laughs> can't wait for that
1: jokes jokes aside um it's been a pleasure to host my old friend Ramana today Gaurav sends his best wishes my co-host he is currently probably recovering from his parties in you know, the West Coast. Uh, sorry, Gaurav, did I say that? <laughs> loud, loud. <laughs> but normally Gaurav and I co host this. Uh, nothing personal, Ramana. He's
0: just having a good time. Absolutely. Take care. Thank you. Not the problem. Thank you.